welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Monday, August 24th, 2020, start of a new week. Hopefully you had a good weekend. I know here at our house, uh, we sure did, especially last night. It was SummerSlam 2020. So it was a big night here in the Turcotte household. My kids were all hyped up. Uh, watching the event, a lot of exciting matches that have kind of been building here over the last few weeks. I mean, for me, as a father, stepping back now and watching just how invested, uh, especially my daughter, I mean, she's 11 now, and seeing her just get so into the stories of wrestling now, it is so much fun. I mean, it's, it's funny, you know, she's even gotten to the point now where she's guessing what's going to happen next like well dad I think they're going to do this because if they do that then this will happen and you know just kind of going going off on all these different tangents with theories and all that and that's the fun of wrestling so we had a lot of fun last night uh you know staying up a little bit late watching the pay-per-view uh it was a good good time but uh quick little housekeeping here before we get going guys tomorrow on Tuesday yet again I have to do that crazy early morning uh, at work, so there will not be an episode tomorrow. This is actually the last week, at least for now, the foreseeable future for now, that I will not have to do that. Just something new kind of been that's been going on at work, uh, kind of just due to the virus. Um, so I will not have an episode tomorrow. So we'll be back Wednesday uh, to start diving through and giving you all your enthusiast life goodness uh, that I do here on the daily. But I uh, just wanted to let you know again, uh, and again, I do apologize for that. It's just, you know, working late tonight and then having to be there crazy early tomorrow, which is, I just don't have time, unfortunately, uh, to get an episode out. But I will be back on Wednesday. But let's jump into what was clearly the big story of the weekend, and that was the DC Fandome. Uh, not the WWE Thunderdome, it was the DC Fandome. And uh, man, lots of exciting things um, coming out of this. So I'm going to just kind of go through some of the, the things that stood out to me, some of the things that I'm excited about. Because if you've been listening to the show for a while and you know a little bit about me, I've never really been a huge DC person up until more recently. Uh, I think it was actually when Chris and I kind of started The Enthusiast Life about two and a half years ago or whenever it was, um, I kind of went to my local library and literally took out like 20 books, huge books, you know, the graphic novel books, and just started tearing through a lot of the DC universe. I mean, obviously, I've seen all the Batman movies and all that. I watched Batman the Animated Series as a kid, but I never really got into, um, you know, anything outside of that. You know, I, I you know, saw Superman as a kid and, and saw the newer movies that came out, but just was never invested like I am in Marvel. I mean, Marvel, I'm much more of a Marvel zombie um, than anything to do with DC. And coming away from that, and over the, the last, you know, year or so, as I kind of um, stopped following DC as much, definitely still follow Batman. Like, the, the Batman, to me, still is my favorite DC character. I just love, you know, obviously the villains. Got into watching Gotham. Um, DC Universe, I did a small little trial of that. Watched Titans. Titans is awesome. Like, I love that show. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy a lot of that's coming to HBO Max because I don't have DC Universe, but I do have HBO Max. So there a lot of those shows going over there. Definitely glad that's going to be a thing because then I'm going to be able to kind of jump into some of those shows. But so so take that as, you know, just kind of a, a stepping stone with some of this when it comes to some of this DC stuff that um, sure, I'm excited about a lot of it. But, you know, there are a lot of things that I just don't know about some of these characters as we're kind of going through some of this. So that's why I'm like actually 
more excited, I think, with some of the some of these things. So the first one, definitely the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. Uh, you know, for me to see Kristen Wiig playing Cheetah again. Cheetah's a character I don't really know much about, but to see Kristen Wiig, who we typically know as as kind of this goofball comedian, I know she's done some other um, more serious roles, but her in this just is so not Kristen Wiig that we know and I love that like that is just to see her you know being serious being sinister just looks like it's going to be great and of course you know seeing Gal Gadot come back as Wonder Woman is just I mean she you, you couldn't have cast anyone better I think than her than to play that role so it is now slated to come out October 2nd 2020 and um yeah, I mean, it just looks awesome. I mean, the idea of you know seeing Kristen Wiig as the cheetah, I literally become like half cheetah, half woman. Uh, just looks really neat. I can't wait to see, wait to see kind of how that all goes because you even hear Gal Gadot or Wonder Woman at one point she says like you know what have you done? So obviously she does something to get that leg up on Wonder Woman. But then there's a scene where you see Wonder Woman she you know sends her whip over at her and she grabs it and kind of throws. Wonder Woman across the room. So what does she do to herself? It almost looks like she's even either a little reporter or working in an office or something. And suddenly now she has all this power. But um, the the press shots that they put out of Kristen Wiig, I can't wait to see that movie. That movie looks like it's going to be great. Uh, another uh, game announcement that happened there and kind of the, one of the big ones that people were really looking forward to. This isn't the Rocksteady game. This is the uh, WB Montreal game. Uh, but this is Batman Gotham Knights. Uh, so let's see, this game looks like it's going to be, you know, in that vein of all those Arkham games that we've been playing. However, looks like Batman's dead. That's kind of how this trailer starts. It starts out with us having Bruce Wayne basically has like a uh, fail-safe video that he kind of puts out to everybody around the city saying, hey guys, I'm dead. You know, I need you now to be the knights of this city. Come out and, and help save the city because people start catching wind that Batman is dead. Obviously, if that happens, the city is just going to go into total chaos because Batman is really the only one that can keep things under control. So in this game, you're going to be able to play either Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing, or Red Hood. And uh, you can either play solo or with up to two people online. So this isn't a four-player co-op game. This is two players. Um, They actually put out a uh, seven-minute gameplay trailer where you can see them fighting um, uh, Mr. Freeze. And man, this game looks awesome. Graphically, it looks great. As far as I know, this game is actually hitting all the consoles, so also Xbox One and PS4. Um, so it isn't going to be just a an exclusive next-gen game. Um, but, you know, the idea of being able to play Nightwing, because that was one of the things when I came over, or when I started trying to read through a lot of the DC books, Nightwing was a character I latched right onto, just just his, how badass that character is, and even just the way he uh, fights. Love it. So seeing the gameplay of him kind of within that trailer that's man that, that's a game i'm super excited for now the other thing too is literally just like a year later we're gonna get yet another uh batman universe game if you want to call it. and this is actually rocksteady's game the uh not so secret game that they've been working on and that's the suicide squad kill the justice league now this is actually going to be a uh, cooperative game it is going to be next gen only so it is coming to ps5 pc and um, the Series X, uh, you can play up to four players in there. And it says, if you're playing single player, you will have AI-controlled teammates. Sounds like a little game called Avengers huh? that, that uh, <laughs> we've all been playing. But yeah, so you're going to be able to play as uh, either Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, or King Shark. 
in this game. And the trailer is cool. If you watch it, it actually has um, uh, Outcast Bombs Over Baghdad music playing that just fits the action on the screen perfect. And uh, kind of shows them, you can see the city is in chaos. Uh, they've been sent out to just control whoever. And then suddenly Superman shows up and they're like, oh, great. Superman's here. He's going to you know take us out. He's holding like a police or a, is it a helicopter pilot, I think, at that point? Because there was a helicopter that was going to crash. And uh, the guy starts kind of freaking out. And then we realize Superman isn't really Superman. He's got something going on with his eyes. And then he just basically blasts this helicopter pilot that he saved. And then you realize like, oh, wait a minute. The uh, the just or Suicide Squad, they got to take out the Justice League or take out Superman. And it it's, looks great. The writing looks like it's going to be good. I mean, of course, what this trailer is, is just a um, CG trailer. So we're not getting any gameplay in there or anything. But um, seeing how those four players or the four characters actually will probably play a little bit different uh, seems pretty interesting to me. So uh, definitely seems like it's going to be a cool game. And hey, any four player co-op superhero game, I'm down for any cooperative superhero game i'm down for I actually had a buddy yesterday we were playing some avengers and he said the uh gotham knights game almost makes him a little bit nervous because he's like you know the batman experience is always about being by yourself taking your time being stealthy and so like to one end i get that um and i'm sure when you play gotham knights you can play single player i'm sure you don't have to have that other person there cooperatively i mean i look at it as it's just a bonus like it's something fun but i probably will play a lot by myself wanting to just be nightwing and just kind of own the night you know in gotham and kind of take care of whatever the situation is that's happening in gotham that i need to be the one to do it rather than have somebody jumping around you know kind of ruining and, and revealing ourselves because i mean really a lot of those arkham games are somewhat stealth games and you choose when you engage in that combat and when you suddenly throw in another person that can completely throw your plans out the window so i i get his point um but either way i just think it's exciting to be able to do that because especially when you watch that gameplay and they're kind of doing that boss fight and there's a lot of cooperation being used there to take him down uh i think that's going to be cool now the suicide squad unfortunately oh well, i guess it's not unfortunately but i don't see the suicide squad sneaking around or being sneaky i mean they're usually just guns ablazing, right so i think a four-player cooperative version of that will be the opposite of gotham knights gotham knights it's nighttime it's dark you're in the alleys this game what we saw in the trailer it's daytime and there's mayhem happening i mean i'm, I'm gonna equate it to this game Obviously, I know it's going to be better than this game, but think of like Crackdown, where it's just a city in chaos, and you're just running amok. That's what this is going to be, I think, uh, which I think is super cool. Uh, they're going to be doing that. Uh, speaking of Suicide Squad, they actually did also reveal the full cast and the characters uh, for that movie. And man, I mean, we could go on and on and on here, but uh, some of the highlights, Idris Elba is going to be in it. Uh, he's going to play Bloodsport. Obviously, Margot Robbie is back as Harley Quinn. John Cena is in it as Peacemaker. Uh, let's see, Joel Kinnaman is in it as Rick Flagg. Uh, who else? Sean Gunn is going to play Weasel. Pete Davidson is in it as Blackguard. Michael Rooker is Savant. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people in uh, this movie. I mean, it just goes on and on. You think about the last Suicide Squad, we just had a small number of uh, characters in there here. I mean, we have a, I'm looking at the list. I mean, there's probably 15, almost 20 people. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, again, a lot of these characters, I have no clue who they are. So I'm sure, you know, they're all going to have their part and they're all going to play their role and it's going to be neat. But like to have a movie with that many characters, you know, how how much time can each character really get? 
on screen when you have that many characters. Like, I mean, are we going to see John Cena literally for three minutes in this movie? You can't have all 20 of them all running around on the screen. So I almost like wonder, like, is this a, is it a mistake to have that many people? I don't know. You know, I mean, if Suicide Squad fans, you you may be loving every minute of this because it's going to give you kind of that, like we've been talking about here recently, that kind of real life um, visual of, of these characters you read in the books. But again, you know, are you going to be able to develop a story based around that many characters? I don't know. You know, I'm sure they're going to figure out a way to do it. Uh, but uh, it, to me, it seems like it might be a little bit too much. But I just so I and, and you know, one of the cool things is I think that uh, Steve Agee or Ag is going to be in it as King Shark. So we are going to have a full on like, you know, uh, uh, motion captured CG character, which I think is cool, which, by the way, uh, King Shark is also in Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. So, you know, maybe that's kind of where some of this is going to come from. I mean, we have a Captain Boomerang in here as well. So maybe those characters that we see in that game are going to be the major characters from this. And the reason I say that is because you're going to make a video game where you're going to have prominent characters that the audience knows, I would think. But maybe not. I mean, I could be kind of totally off base on that. But I just, it seems to me like that might be something that they... Um, just try to do, right? So people buy the game because they recognize the characters and it's the characters who had major parts in the film because I think by that point, uh, the film will have been out, right? If, if the, the game is 2022 and the movie, as far as I know, is uh, next year, is 2021. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so we also had a trailer for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. That's right. As you remember, Zack Snyder is putting out his official version of the movie. Uh, I think it's said to be about four hours long about... Uh, they're going to basically debut it in four-hour-long chunks on HBO Max next year, and then eventually you can watch the whole thing from start to finish. Uh, there's going to be some documentary portions of it, so it's going to kind of go into the whole story and history behind it. Uh, they said the project is costing up to uh, $30 million for them to produce it, uh, but Zack Snyder did confirm that there have been no reshoots uh, with the original cast. So they are um, you know, doing some other things, but not using the original cast and they're using, um, I guess, previously shot footage. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think, you know, the the interesting bit of this is more the how can you take a film that was shot before and edit it to potentially be better, right? I mean, there's going to be CG and things in there. I mean, I think that's probably what they're really going to do uh, for adding a lot of the things, but um, for adding new scenes and things like that. But, um, you know, how can you have two separate edits and make the film completely different? It's going to just be almost like a, a case study on that. So as just somebody who likes movies and likes documentaries, I'm interested in seeing that process and how he went through that. So I'm really hoping kind of the, the documentary side of this gets into that. I think that's going to be really, really cool uh, to see. Let's see. The Rock was there showing off uh, some story details on the Black Adam movie. That's right. The Rock is playing Black Adam. And uh, it seems that he may have a problem with Superman because it looks like he'll be facing off against the Justice Society of America and uh, he actually teased a little bit of a confrontation with uh, Superman. I don't know if that's necessarily going to be in the movie, but he was just kind of uh, doing that. And it looks like there's going to be some other characters, uh, including uh, Adam Smasher and uh, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, and Cyclone. So, uh, hey, we're going to have Hawkman on the big screen now, you know, at some point. That, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. What else? We did, Oh, we got the big trailer for The Batman. Uh, did get confirmation that it will be um, uh, the Riddler who will be the villain in the movie. Uh, internet kind of going crazy over Robert Pattinson's Batman and Bruce Wayne. 
Uh, we did get, uh, I guess, confirmation that uh, Colin Farrell is going to be playing the Penguin. Jeffrey Wright as Detective Jim Jordan, which I think is great casting. I really like that. Um, you know, a lot of people are looking at it and saying like, oh, he just, you know, he looks okay. But then when you hear him talk, he sounds like a teenager. I think that was one of the <laughs> the big things I've seen going around. There, there's a scene towards the beginning where there's there some guys like in an alleyway and he just brutally beats whoever it is that he's he's attacking there in that moment. Batman this is. And that right there showed me the tone they're going for in this film. Like it is a gritty, dark version of the Batman. This is, I guess, being kind of dubbed as like a year two Batman. So he's been Batman for a little bit. He's not as sloppy and as you know, not knowing what he's doing, but he's still not as seasoned and as grit, you know, uh, I don't know, as as just of a seasoned veteran that we see in some of the other films. Now, you could argue that, you know, in in um, Batman Rises or any of those movies that that version of Batman, especially the first one, you know, was an early Batman. He's kind of learning what he's doing, but I just think they're going to go for a different angle here with this. You know, I, I for me, I'm stoked to see it. I mean, the trailer... Definitely got me excited for it. Not anything that I'm, I'm like over the moon for. Like, oh my God, that trailer. But, you know, I, I think it did a great job of setting the tone for what that movie is going to be. And I'm all in on Robert Pattinson. Like, I think he looks great in the suit. Um, I think in the end, it's going to be just a, a an awesome story. Any story with the Riddler to me is always fantastic because the Riddler can really set up some some pretty messed up situations. Not as far as the Joker, but he's kind of on that same level as the Joker. Just he's not as psychotic. Uh, so I think that's going to be uh, pretty neat just to see kind of how that that all plays out. Uh, but again, I think that idea of a year two uh, is uh, pretty awesome. I think now they are also um, you know I mentioned that. Um, uh, Jim Jordan, you know, of course, is going to be in it. There is a um, a small uh, what prequel series, I think, that's coming out with uh, on, on HBO Max, right? Where it's kind of following the career of him uh, kind of through Gotham, which I think is going to be pretty neat. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, looks like it's going to be awesome. Uh, we also did get some animated films that will be coming out. Very cool, as always. Any of those uh, just animated series have always been good. Every single one that I've watched. So hopefully they'll all eventually hit like HBO Max. I know a lot of them obviously go to DC Universe, but hopefully they'll be hitting HBO Max um, at some point. I'll be able to jump in and check those out. So what did you think of Fandom? Let me know. Send me an email, theenthuselife at gmail.com. Love hearing from you guys and would love to know your thoughts on Fandom. Which trailer blew you away? Which thing coming out of there are you most excited about? Let me know. Now, if I had to pick one thing that I'm most excited about, probably going to go with Gotham Knights. I think that's as as neat as the Suicide Squad game is going to be. I think the Gotham Knights is the thing that I'm most excited about excited about uh, for sure. Uh, but let me know, theenthuselife at gmail.com or hell, even hit me up on Twitter at Mark Turk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. Uh, a couple quick gaming bits here before we wrap it up for the day. Microsoft has actually filed a statement in support of Epic uh, requesting to keep access uh, to the Apple uh, developer kit for its Unreal Engine. And here's what they had to say. They say that we are in support of Epic's request to keep access to the Apple SDK for its Unreal Engine. Uh, they went on to say that um, they're describing how harmful this potential move by Apple could be for Microsoft themselves and even the gaming industry as a whole. They said uh, the Unreal Engine, because that's essentially the issue here, is that Apple is not going to allow the Unreal Engine to be used. They said the Unreal Engine is critical technology for numerous game creators, including Microsoft. Now, there are, of course, other 
engines and that that other studios can use, but none of them have the resources or the capabilities that the Unreal Engine seems to have, and that essentially makes it uh, the top choice for folks. So, uh, you know, again, the ongoing insanity. My son actually played in a Fortnite tournament this weekend. It was an online tournament, the hashtag Save Fortnite tournament. Uh, you had to get X amount of points in it, and everybody got the Apple skin. The Apple skin is the skin in the game that's black and white where you get to play as one of the characters in basically Epic's troll of Apple in that uh, little uh, 1984 uh, mockery trailer that they put out. So he was excited to get the skin, but it's just kind of like, man, this is just, I don't know. It's just a weird situation. Just continues on. But hey, Microsoft is supporting it. And part of that is probably because Microsoft's like, yeah, I mean, that does make sense. A lot of, a lot of studios do use Unreal Engine. But also from a Microsoft standpoint is uh, xCloud, right? I mean, that was a big deal. They want to get xCloud out on the iOS and iPad. And as of right now, Apple's like, nope, not going to let you do that. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, also here, uh, this is kind of a, a Fortnite into comic book transition. But there is a new event happening in Fortnite that does involve uh, Thor, the king of Asgard, and uh, the herald of Galactus. And uh, Galactus is coming. There was actually a, uh, a comic that was written for the event, uh, which was pretty neat. And uh, you can go around and kind of find pieces of this comic book. Uh, but Thor is coming in, and he is the new Herald of Thunder. And he is basically bringing the arrival of Galactus to Fortnite. I think on October 27th is when the event actually kicks off. But you've been able to go around and kind of find these bits and pieces of um of this comic book kind of leading up to that. And I guess it was even part of a uh, story kind of being told in uh, the Thor comic book, which is kind of kind of crazy. I mean, we go from Fortnite promoting movies about Marvel and then hell, even DC. We've had Aquaman, we've had Batman, all that. We've had Harley Quinn, all these characters in there to now. We're literally going straight comic books into Fortnite. Pieces of a comic book found within the game and uh, Galactus is coming. I would love to know. I can't wait to see what Galactus in this game is going to look like if they end up doing that. I think that would just be insane. Do you imagine just a giant? I mean, if you've seen any of the videos of this where they have like giant characters, who was the, there was a musician that did that. And he was just this giant, almost projection of himself walking across a Fortnite world. Seeing that, but have it be Galactus in this game. Wow, that would be awesome. And you know what? They're probably going to do it at some point. I mean, it's probably going to kick off on Thursday, and then there probably will be some massive game-wide event where everybody's logged in, and Galactus comes, and they got to fight Galactus back. Or Thor, you see up in the sky Thor fighting Galactus, or whatever it is. Like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So kudos to Epic and Fortnite for continuing to do these things, because I'm sure when this is all said and done, we're going to look back at it and say, they did it again. It's not a game that I play, folks, but it, it is something that you can't help but sit back and just be in awe of the things that they're able to do with that video game. It's it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, but all right. Well, let's wrap it up there, everyone. Again, thank you as always for tuning in. Don't forget forget again tomorrow. There will not be an episode. Uh, again, real early day at work, so I just can't, not going to be able to get one out to you. But we'll be back Wednesday uh, with lots of fun things to talk about. Hopefully, you were able to get into the Avengers beta. This weekend, I didn't play as much as I have been because I've been kind of like telling myself like, all right, got to wait for the full game. I actually went on a quest. Uh, I ended up, I worked Saturday at my store. I was looking around to see if we had the five gum because there's some five gum 
uh, packs you can buy that give you some in-game items. Couldn't find any at our store yet, so hopefully those will be happening. But I did see, I was watching, uh, I was reading some comics and had the NASCAR race on from this past weekend. Just kind of had something in the background, something sports-related. Just kind of wanted something rolling. And um, there was a commercial for Avengers. So there are commercials out now. So we're getting close. The game uh, is set to drop September 4th. So 10 days away from now as we're recording this. But um, I did get that 72-hour early access. So I will be getting in a little bit early. And I did get a chance to play with one of our patron members, uh, Matt Clark. So we had a lot of fun yesterday doing some Avenging. He was uh, running his Black Widow. I was rolling as Iron Man. We had a good time definitely playing through that. So, all right, everybody. Well, thank you here as always. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And, of course, send me an email, theenthuselife at gmail.com. Love hearing from you guys. And so until next time, until Wednesday, we'll catch you later. Later.